Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Experience support for confident business makers. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Summer Davies. Summer is an award-winning leadership development expert who has dedicated her career to cultivating thriving work environments where individuals feel equipped, capable, valued, and connected. She specializes in guiding emerging leaders to develop their mindset and tactical skills required to lead with impact, confidence, and empowerment while loving what they do. Throughout her impressive career, Summer has had the privilege of coaching, teaching, and studying leaders from around the globe. Her unique depth and breadth of experience has fostered an unending passion for helping managers embody the leader they aspire to be while enjoying the process of leading. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Summer Davies. Thank you, Ed. I'm just delighted to be here. Well, first off, Summer, why do you do what you do? You know, I ended up in this profession entirely by accident. My undergraduate education is in equine reproduction. My plan was to breed very fast, very expensive horses. Um, Life didn't take me there. Through very long series of events, I ended up just falling in love with developing leaders and particularly developing frontline and emerging leaders. There's just such growth and such potential at that point in an individual's career can really shape the rest of their life and how they feel about the work that they do. Um, and I love getting to be a part of that for, for folks. And talk to me a little bit about what you think the impact of overmanagement and micromanagement has been recently. Oh, man. So this is something, gosh, I'm just seeing all over the place. You're probably seeing it some as well. Um, where we have folks who are struggling to understand the new way of work. We've got all sorts of things coming in with hybrid environments, virtual environments, a younger generation of people joining the workforce who have different expectations. And we have a a large number of leaders who struggle to build trust. And because they haven't built trust and because they haven't clearly defined for themselves how they add value as a leader, They tend to overmanage or to micromanage their individuals. And the long-term impact of that is that we see trust indicators start to go down. People feel less connected to their work. And really tactically, or if we really think about the the impacts on organizations, we see pretty big dips in things like productivity and innovation. Those things that every organization is chasing, we see those things start going down when we've got leaders who are overmanaging or micromanaging their folks. Well, let's before we get to the, the trust issue, and I do want to explore that, let's talk about the difference between overmanagement and micromanagement. Yeah, and they're they're really similar, right? It's a nuanced difference. Micromanagement tends to come with a little bit more of a negative intention behind it, I would say, where we've got somebody who's saying, I really don't trust my people. I need to get into the details because I don't trust them or because I don't have confidence in the output that might come from them. Where overmanagement just tends to be a little bit more positively intended, I would say, where we're saying, I want to help so much, I'm just going to help my people to death. And I just, you know, I'm I'm just up in their business all the time, solving other problems from a good place, but it's actually having some of those same negative impacts. All right. So now let's turn our attention to this issue you brought up earlier about trust. And there's many companies, including Zoom recently, who are asking people to come back into the office or spend more time in the office. 
And wh- what do you think the balance is there? Is it is it truly that because I hear it mostly guised under the well, we want our people to remain connected to be they'll be more productive if they get time together. Do you think that's the case? Is there a, a, a defensible position around that? Or is it also like this? I'm really not trusting unless I can see what people are doing. Yeah, I think in some instances, there is a defensible position there, depending on what you do. And we know that when you get people into a room, the ability to collaborate, to to have one-off conversations in the hallway, all those types of things, there is great value in that, particularly if folks are trying to drive innovation or trying to solve really big, hairy problems. And we did a lot of that really successfully during the pandemic, right? People were able to solve big, hairy problems. They were able to collaborate. They were able to figure it out. So I think that there has to be a balance. And the question that I see that's not being asked is what is the problem we're trying to solve? If in our organization it's, gosh, we don't think people are being productive enough, great, solve the productivity problem. And maybe that means we need to have people back in here. But most of the time I would say, that's not what it means. Most of the time it's, gosh, our leaders don't know how to set clear goals. So our folks don't know what success looks like. And so it's really hard for them to drive towards that. Or we don't know how to build trust. And so people don't lean in and engage in their work and and have high levels of productivity individually. And if you can't solve that problem remotely, you're not going to solve it in the office. You'll just be able to see it more. Um, So I think that question of what is the problem we're trying to solve What's the root cause of that problem? Very diagnostically for every organization, it's important for them to go down that path and answer those questions and then decide what's the right working configuration for our organization based on what we're trying to do in the world. I guess the question I, that I would would say that, that leaders, managers should be asking is, what are the results that you're not getting that you think you should be getting? Yeah. So I'll share a story with you. It's a, it's a quick one, but I'm working with the leader and... Um, just finding hemorrhaging of talent, right? Like everybody's transferring out where they can, or they're just flat leaving. And she's really, really struggling with this. And so she said, well, what I'm going to do is say any transfers to a different part of the organization have to come through me. That's how I'm going to solve the problem. Right. And what she's not able to do is really understand, well, why are people hemorrhaging talent? What's the problem that's going on here? And then how do I start solving that? And so we see all these band-aids start to pop up all over organizations and they're not really solving the problem. They're just shifting the focus to somewhere else. So I think that is a perfect example of that. True. So we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests summer, and that is who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Ooh, um, I have... I have a few, but I'm going to share one that's near and dear to my heart at the moment. I have a mentor who, her name is Kristen, and she has been a mentor to me for a number of years. She was my line manager in a couple of different roles over the over the last few um, decades, really. And she has recently been diagnosed with a very severe illness. And I have found just such strength and courage in her ability to remain optimistic and her ability to look at the great things that are still going on and and say things like, gosh, I'm, I'm super sick. I've got this really serious illness. Aren't I lucky to live in the country where I live? Aren't I lucky to have access to great medic- medical care? Those types of things. So an everyday person who's just got the ability to love the world over and over again, no matter what's going on. And so um, for me right now, Kristen's my personal hero. And lastly, Summer, how can somebody contact you? 
Yeah. Best way to find me. I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit, but also my website will link it in the show notes. I think you have it, Ed, and that's a great place to get me. All right. Summer Davies, award-winning leadership development expert. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.